and four, because this time I actually remembered to switch on the transcriber machine. What day is it? Friday. It's almost the weekend. Over 650 episodes done, or thereabouts, down to 80.7 kilograms. Is that pill working? More people coming in? Other people leaving? Workouts in? How long do you work out for? And I am working on episode number 42 of the big cast, folks. It's Friday, October uh, 20th, 2023. Uh, I'm Steven Sersky, Canadian expat here in uh, Beijing, China. In case you're wondering, I was sort of counting at the beginning. Um, so I've talked about uh, trying to um, transcribe this audio podcast many times before, and it hasn't really become part of my workflow because uh, the problem is that transcribe or transcription requires an internet connection or for me to pay for a service that I can then upload the WAV file to. Now, since I have um, a decent phone that does some uh, has some power to it, I'm able to run multiple applications uh, without it sort of getting too hot or running out of storage. So I have this uh, online service, otter.ai, uh, so it's like otter the animal, O-T-T-E-R dot A-I, that is doing the live transcription as we speak. And then on top of that, I am recording uh, a backup copy of this podcast on my cell phone using the DGI mics that I plugged right into my uh, cell phone. Then on the secondary device I have here, which is the iPad with the microphone, uh, which is the one you hear, tap, 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 uh, I'm using the Zoom H4n plugged into uh, the iPad, which is recording through Logic Pro, which enables me to have good sound that is synced to the video, which I'm also recording. So that's four methods I am recording this. Uh, transcription tool, cell phone, uh, Logic Pro, and video. So if you're wondering why am I recording it so much, uh, a bit of... Um, future-proofing a little bit. Uh, I was talking about some of the things like, like, you know, could I change or could I compile some of these audio blogs later on or even now uh, into uh, either audiobooks or blog posts. In order to do that, I need to have them written. <laughs> and as I've uh, realized, I don't, like, I just haven't, the, the, the process of transcription doesn't it hasn't really worked itself into my workflow just yet. So this is something I'm going to practice going forward to make my life a little bit easier. I'm debating whether or not I need to post the entire transcript uh, online. Um, it's not entirely accurate, which means I'd have to go through it and edit it. And I don't like that idea. Now, with the advent of ChatGPT, this is actually one of the reasons I'm sort of looking at um, transcribing a lot of the stuff is because if I put this script into um, ChatGPT, I can give it instructions such as every time it sees a variation of my last name, because it always gets it wrong, I can have it replace it with my real last name. Likewise, I can have it correct a certain um, sort of punctuation, stuff like that. So it's actually kind of easy to select the whole transcript of the episode, 20 minutes long, put that into ChatGPT, give it a few little uh, prompts to follow, and it'll give me 
a decent, well-organized transcript. That's the idea. That's the idea. I don't know if it's going to work. So this is the, the, the first sort of try uh, at that sort of uh, um, workflow. Uh, it's over 650 episodes done so far. I was looking at the number uh, for the small cast. You know, so I record this thing Monday to Friday. Uh, regardless of whether or not I'm sick, feeling well, awake, or tired, or whatever, um, a lot of the earlier episodes, you can hear me sniffling through the whole thing because now I've started using a bit more audio post-production uh, to clean up the audio a little bit. Um, and there might be something to be said about me going back to do the old ones too. Uh, but uh, I haven't done that just yet. I've been using, like I, I mentioned, I use Logic Pro, but actually what I use now is I take the Logic Pro from the iPad, put it onto my MacBook, where I have the Isotope Ozone Editing Suite. And with that, I'm able to mo further modify uh, the, uh, the the audio file so it's, it's cleaned up a little bit. I've noticed, uh, and I noticed with the uh, the interview that I posted a couple days ago, um, that it, it still distorts. And I'm, so I'm, I'm guessing I'm doing something wrong, or at least it's not 100% correct, uh, because I, I'm, I'm detecting distortions in the audio. I'm not sure if you can detect them through your headphones, the ones that you're using, but I've noticed that if I turn up the volume a, a lot louder than you'd probably listen to it, I'm hearing distortions in the voices. And I'm wondering if is that the recorder? Um, is it me? <laughs> is it my voice? Or is it uh, the post-production that's causing these sort of uh, audio distortions that I'm, uh, I'm picking up on? Uh, overall, the, ISO, uh, the Isotope Ozone software uh, has done wonders for uh, post-production because it really does clean up all of the, uh, like, you know, I was talking about mouth noises a long time ago. Uh, the clicks and the swallows, like, gulp. If you gulp down uh, whatever, you you can hear that. In the early episodes, you can hear that all happen because I was recording on my cell phone, which was only, like, four or five inches away from my uh, mouth sort of thing. So I can only imagine how pleasant that was to hear. Uh, and since I don't really edit this very much, uh, I want to streamline the production on this this type of small podcast just because I want to go fast. I want to go quick. Uh, the problem was, is like, you still got to make it sound good, right? And so that's what I've been working on lately is making sure that I can go fast, uh, I can make it sound good, and now... I gotta start ripping these these transcriptions, the uh, the the text from the these episodes, so that I can then take out blog posts, which would make my newsletter writing a whole lot easier sometimes, uh, and then also be able to go in, in the future possibly take out a lot of the stuff I talk about and then modify that into whatever I need to get done. The only other problem with running transcription software in the background on my cell phone, and I found this out the hard way, is that if I let it keep going and I forget about it and I put my phone down and I start talking about whatever, or I have to answer a phone call, it keeps on generating a transcript. So a little bit of a security issue now, isn't it? And, you know, if I'm talking about my passwords or something like that, uh, or even having a conversation with someone else, um, like on the phone or... Um, <laughs> Or more likely, I'm talking to my computer because I'm a little bit upset with how it's working. Those things I don't really need to be transcribed. So if you're you are running transcription software, just make sure it's turned off once you uh, uh, finish your podcast episode. 
I am down to 80 kilograms, 80.7 kilograms. So that uh, I weighed in this morning. I've been trying uh, these uh, green coffee bean extract pills for the last week. Uh, today I took two doses, uh, one with lunch and one with dinner. Uh, and uh, it seems to be dropping. And this tomorrow, I think, will be a big sort of tell of whether or not it is actually working, given that for the last three months, up until basically this week when I started taking these pills, I had hit 81 kilos and 82 kilos after Singapore. I hit 81 kilos after I came back from Canada, and I have not been able to drop that weight. And so, and even with my workouts, um, I mean, you could argue whether or not I'm going as hard. Uh, was I drinking too much? Maybe. Was I eating too much uh, sugar or some uh, fatty foods? Maybe. But that much, like that much of an elevated uh, of a jump, and then to stay at that level for so long without uh, sort of going down in weight, even though it's the same type of workouts that I've, I've had for months. Now, is it my body's gotten used to it? Is it plateau of some sort? I don't know. All I know is that this week, uh, as I've started taking these uh, green bean, green coffee bean extract pills, uh, they I'm seeing the, the scale go down in numbers. So tomorrow, we'll see how uh, it measures, because tomorrow, it's like Saturdays are my sort of official weigh-in days. Uh, and I've noticed that you know, some people talk about this. It's not talked about quite a bit. But if you're going to ever track your weight, uh, first of all, you don't do it during the day when you're eating or drinking, like basically. So, um, and by drinking, I mean like just simply consuming water will add weight to your body that will fluctuate given how much you've taken in throughout the day. So my weigh-in day is Saturday morning, right after I wake up, basically. Uh, after I and I, I mark that down, and that uh, that is the weight that I go by. Um, to sort of gauge the success or like how like the effectiveness of my workouts, uh, the food I'm eating, uh, and and things like that. I don't do progress picks very much anymore. I did up, I did quite a bit up until I went to Canada this year, and then I sort of stopped, um, mainly because my body hasn't changed very much. Uh, I did I started doing progress picks when. Uh, I did this whole intermittent fasting, uh, otherwise known as skipping a meal. Um, and I haven't seen too much of a change. Now, with these green coffee bean pills, uh, I might, I took one picture on Monday just to, uh, as reference, and then we'll see how that changes. Maybe I'll make Mondays, maybe even Saturdays uh, to uh, just take a picture every day, I guess, of the body and whether or not I am actually dropping fat or my dropping like body composition in, in total, like my, my muscle as well, or what how the how my body is basically responding uh, to these pills. Uh, what about this, the other ones? Um, I did take the memory wellness, so that's the Bacopa extract, and I also added fish oil uh, to uh, the mix today, and also a liver capsule just to uh, detox whatever it is I'm putting into my uh, system. The, the liver capsules, I only have one ca uh, bottle, and I'm almost done it, but I wanted to try out um, the uh, whether or not that would make me feel any better. Haven't noticed a big difference in uh, sort of how I feel when I take those liver capsules. So I'm not sure if I'm going to continue on with those 
going forward. Same with the ashwagandha. I did not take that uh, today at all. Um, and in terms of anxiety levels, seem to be doing okay. Uh, more people coming in and other people leaving. So this is part of the life of, uh, I guess, uh, an expat. Uh, when you live in a city like Beijing, any big city like this, you're going to have people come and go pretty much all the time. Now, um, I've known that some people are going to eventually leave at, uh, given sort of their, their uh, where, where they are, their position in life right now, uh, or will be in a couple of months. Um, and I know that other people, you know, they're, they're, you would think they're not going to leave, but then it's surprising when they do. And you're going, what? Why? And that inevitably makes me, inevitably makes me kind of go, am I doing the right thing? Like, am I, am I missing something here? I've talked about this before. This, this thought comes up quite a bit because I've had several colleagues, several long-term colleagues leave this year where you're going, oh, wow, did not see that coming. Did, you were not on my list of people to leave. And then they do, so you kind of have to uh, recal uh, recalibrate a little bit. To be fair, uh, there are still quite, of the, uh, quite a few of the old stalwarts who are hanging, hanging around. There are some people who've come back as well, who used to be here before the pandemic, went uh, fled from China, or they left, departed China uh, before the pandemic, and then they uh, have uh, returned as well. Uh, so... It just makes me sort of take stock of whether or not I am doing the right thing. Not that I compare myself to them, but I just want to make sure, because typically what happens is they have a reason for leaving, or sometimes they don't, but um, generally they do have a reason. Uh, one guy this year was like, well, if I'm going to reskill or upskill at the age of 40, I got to do it now and I don't want to do it later. Do This job sort of, uh, or the work here in China Living in China and working in China is interfering with that reskilling process. Some people just get tired of the job. They're like, I have an idea for doing something else, and I'd rather pursue that than continue on with this work. Uh, and uh, other people, actually, uh, there's one guy who surprisingly left, surprisingly to me, uh, he left at the end of August, and it was basically to go be with his family. Because uh, the way that it works here in, uh, in China and for this job uh, is that we have to have a certain base of operations like Beijing, Shanghai, Chongqing, or uh, Guangzhou. And if you're not based in that, you have to move to that city in order to secure the necessary work permits uh, for this type of work. Uh, and I'm not sure if it's industry specific, if it's job specific, or if it's like countrywide, like this happens for all sorts of jobs, um, basically meaning that China only wants foreigners to be situated in certain areas rather than anywhere that they uh, sort of uh, want to be. And as a result, this guy was separated from his family uh, for a while. They, I think they had moved to Beijing for a while, but then she, like the wife, uh, I think took the kids back to Xi'an because that's where her family is, I think, I think. Um, and he was just like, this is, this is getting silly, you know, living in a dingy apartment in Beijing to save money, but then never seeing his family, right? So things like that. Um, I, I, they haven't left the country, but they are sort of moving back to uh, the place where they sort of felt more comfortable uh, to begin with uh, in China. So question is, how long should you change your, or how, how long should you hold on to a job and how often should you change your job? So this is something that's going through my mind uh, recently, especially as I'm reading these uh, Harvard Business Review magazines that I've uh, uh, picked up. 
All that being said, workouts in. I did do my weighted run at lunchtime. I only did I did one mile before, so 1.6 kilometers, and then I managed to. <laughs> this was funny. Um, so typically on Fridays I do uh, what's called like a, uh, the Murph, which is a type of CrossFit workout, and you, you run a mile, you do 100 pull-ups, 200 push push-ups, 300 squats, and then you run another mile or 1.6 kilometers. Now. The run was easy enough. Oh, and this is typically weighted. So for women, you do it with 10 pounds and uh, men, you do it with a uh, 20 pound vest. I go in the middle because I <laughs> I am not like those guys who are on all sorts of whatevers. Um, but uh, six, my vest is about six kilos, 5.9 kilos. So about 13 pounds, 12, 13 pounds, which is decent enough. I mean, I'm not going to um, say it's the, the heaviest, but it's enough for me. I could probably run with a heavier vest. But whether or not I'd be able to do as many pull-ups, I think I'd have to uh, maybe wait a while before I get to I'd struggle through the pull-ups. And as I did today. So I ran the mile. I did 30 pull-ups and then the requisite number of push-ups and squats. I was like, boy, that's really hard. I'm just going to run. So I ran another lap. I came back to the tree because I was doing this outside. Uh, and I was like, okay, well, I can probably do 50. And when I got, so that means I had to do four more rounds of 5, 10, 15. So I do five pull-ups, 10 push-ups, and uh, 15 squats. And I do that in, in different rounds. Um, and part of the reason is that to sort of balance out how I'm doing the pull-ups on this tree because it has a crooked branch, but whatever, minor detail. Um, and I so I got through the next 20. I was like, boy, that, I mean, but if, and this is the logic I've used so many times. Well, if I made it to 50, I could do 60. So I did. So I did another 10 more. And this is, uh, <laughs> at this point, I've hit total number of 60 pull-ups, however many uh, push-ups and squats. So I'm like, okay, well, that's enough of this shit. I'm done. I'm, I'm running the last mile and uh, get going. The problem is, is that typically what happens, I have this little David Goggins voice that pops up in my head. And he's like, stop being a little bitch and go do more pull-ups, bitch. And so I do, I, I run this, I ran another lap and I come back to the tree I'm like you know I could probably do two more each side so four more total so I do four more pull-ups eight more push-ups and 12 more squats I'm like no I actually have to get going because it's uh, getting close to work time again I, I run back uh into it then I get back into the uh, the apartment and I'm like well you know I took the vest off I had to get right back to work anyway I take the vest off I could probably do another 40 pull-ups so I did uh, so after every client meeting I had in the afternoon, I did another uh, 10 to 15 pull-ups plus the push-ups and then the squats. So I did actually complete 104 uh, pull-ups, uh, 208 squats, and 300 and whatever, 20 um, squats. So yeah, it was a decent afternoon, lunchtime workout. And then that was followed by my kettlebell workout after work uh, as well. So decent workouts in. Uh, I was surprised I got them all done. Uh, at the same time, I shouldn't be surprised because um, the last 40 were unweighted, which made things a little bit easier. But yeah, it was hard to get those uh, the weighted pull-ups in. And this actually kind of made me wonder, like, how long do you work out for? At lunch, it's an hour. After work, it's another hour. That's two hours. And that's typically, that's a typical Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Uh, and then like Tuesdays, Thursdays, Saturdays are done. You know, I only go for like a, a standard walk and some mobility work and stuff like that. So 
It's been a schedule that has worked for me. And again, when I hear people leaving, I do wonder like, how could you leave this sweet setup we have? We work from home and you can run at lunch and do all these wonderful things like working out and do your mobility and practice your Chinese. And it's a schedule like this that I've actually sort of enjoyed quite a bit in uh, my uh, in, in living in China. I'm not going to lie. Like, that's the life and the job and maybe not the job has improved, but life has improved because I'm able to leverage my time so much more by working at home, by doing my workouts at lunch, and then, you know, not having to commute and things like that. So uh, I'm, I'm very happy with things right now. But when people kind of wonder why I'm sort of sticking around in China and I haven't changed jobs for a while, um, which is pretty common in the ESL industry, uh, I'm like, because this it's just working out so well for me right now. Um, the only, There's two questions that go through my mind. Number one, how can this fuck up? And number two, how can I make this better? And typically, I concentrate more on the, the second question, how can I make this better, rather than how is this going to fuck up, because <laughs> there are any number of ways it can fuck up, and you never you never really know just how it is going to fuck up, but there are probably ways that you know that you can make it better and make it a little bit more efficient. These supplements that I'm getting or uh, buying are part of the how do I make it better, uh, but uh, in terms of how could it fuck up, I mean... I don't know how my body is going to re respond to these supplements, which means that I do have to be careful in whatever I'm putting into my body, uh, especially not just making these massive changes, like all of a sudden shoving down a bunch of third part, uh, uh, you know, secondary or tertiary uh, supplements that I bought in some shopping mall in, in Singapore. I mean, you do have to be a little bit cautious about some of these things. Are these supplements working? Uh, do I feel any smarter? No. Uh, do I feel any more stress relieved? No, but not not. I don't think it's because of the supplements. Uh, I do I feel any anything else? The only one that, that seems to be visibly working in terms of tangible uh, tangible evidence that I can see are, is the green coffee beans uh, extract because I see the scale is showing lower numbers each and every day. And again, as I said at the beginning. Tomorrow will be the uh, sort of the the way in, as it were. I do have one more supplement to try out. It's the it's the plasmologen, plasmogen, plasmologen. Uh, that's derived from Japanese scallops, and I was wondering, is it just Japanese scallops, or could it be any scallops? Uh, but I haven't started that one yet. Uh, opting to sort of uh, slowly go into this whole area. What I guess you'd call nootropics, which is you know. Um, neuro sort of supplements that are meant to boost your brain power. Anyway, I've also started work on episode number 42. Uh, I'm looking at it right now. I uh, finally got the Final Cut Pro project set up and the Logic Pro uh, uh, file. It's, yeah, it's finished importing as well. So that means I'll be able to start uh, picking away at that over the next couple of days, hopefully for a midweek release next week. All right, folks, I'm going to leave it there. Thank you very much for listening. I appreciate it. Uh, show notes and tracks of my website, stevensersky.com. Have a great weekend. Get your runs in. Uh, eat your supplements. But if anything, if you can't have supplements, that's fine. Eat green vegetables. Kale. Broccoli. Those are pretty good for you. And I don't think you even have to talk to a doctor about that. I mean, you could probably just start having raw vegetables as part of your, uh, your uh, dietary intake, your food intake. Keep in mind... You don't have to go on a diet. Just change what you eat. 
then again, maybe you don't want to be taking health advice from, you know, some podcaster based in Beijing who's involved in the ESL industry and not the supplementation business. All right, folks, thanks again. We'll talk again. Have a good one. Bye-bye.